0: home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Breed Wilkins on 630CHED.
1: All right. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Going to get right to our uh, next guest because she is uh, very busy. Boxer Jelena Burgenovich, who we've had on the show several times uh, over the years, is checking in. Uh, Jelena, I know there's a lot going on. How are you doing?
2: I'm good,
1: Reed, how are you? Good, you I know, just you, realized...
2: You kind of messed up the time. You told me 8 o'clock our time.
1: That's 6 uh, my I just figured out why, because <laughs> I, 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 did, I thought you were in Mexico City, but you're on, in another city that's an hour behind us, not an hour ahead. So I'm yes. an idiot. I'll say that flat out. I'm an idiot, as you've known for several years. <laughs> okay.
2: No worries.
1: Well, we got you on. We got you on, despite despite my mix up with the time and being confused about what city you were in. Uh, I'll I'll let you explain it because you can fill everybody in the best. Tell us uh, who you're fighting, how how this got set up, because this is a rematch, right? Yes,
2: this is a rematch with uh, Erica Cruz Hernandez. My last fight, April 23rd, I believe. So 16, 17 months ago, Um, we'll be fighting Saturday. Um, on the zone app. So it'll be on a match unboxing and in production with Golden Boy. Um, and it's um, it'll be Saturday. And I you know, I'm excited, I'm ready, I'm hungry.
1: Alright, tell us a little bit about Erica because like you said you guys fought uh, last April and she was able to take the WBA uh, featherweight belts with uh, with a with a victory there tell us a little bit about her and do you have a different approach fighting her for the second time
2: yeah you know um, when we fought um, in April 16 seventeen months ago um, it was a you know, I think as most people in Edmonton know, um, I was going through a lot. My um, Milan, you know, my second dad and, and my my trainer had passed. Um, I had been in a cardiac arrest, sorry, and I was going through a lot emotionally and mentally. And we had had one fight uh, in, the Dece- in December, and I think I was just going through a lot. And, and unfortunately, the emotions... Um, emotions in the in the mental part of the game hit me in April so I wasn't myself I I kind of got kind of got beat up um, in the first fight and I I didn't really show up so you know Erica comes to fight she was she was a lot better than me that night and um, and you know it wasn't hard to be better than me so come saturday um you know i'm looking forward to actually performing and actually doing my job and and getting things done
1: so so for you i mean you fought in december of 2020 you fought in april of 2021 now you're fighting in september of 2022 so that's you know only three fights kind of in the last couple of years how much of that is because of covid how much of that is, and you and I have talked about this, the struggle to find an opponent and a place to, to fight and agree and all that kind of stuff?
2: Well, you know, I think it is an accumulation of a lot of things. One, I had this cardiac arrest um, at the beginning of COVID um, in February. So I think it was um, due to me not mentally being there, uh, one. Two, I, have a, I had to find a trainer. And through COVID, you know, it was very difficult. There was a lot of opportunities if you search them out, um, but you know they're hard. You know, being from Edmonton, Alberta, and Canada, it's it's, it's a challenge always to get on that international stage and to get on that that uh, visible stage where where you do have the viewership and the TV and stuff like that. And fortunately, um, you know, I've been they've been doing a lot for me and and. Um, and I kind of just made things happen. And you know what, Reed? I'm I'm gonna actually pass okay. you off to my new trainer just for like five minutes. He can talk about training and everything. All I right, just sure. Yeah. He's in, he's incredible. So he can tell you uh, Sugar Hill Stewart. So just a couple minutes.
1: Hello. All right. Well, hey, this this is great. This yeah. is this is true live radio. Uh, Reed Wilkins with you, by the way. Oh, uh, nice to meet you, Reed. <laughs> How you doing, Reed? Uh, very good. Do I call you Sugar? Sugar, yep. Okay, perfect. Uh t- well, tell us what you're seeing right now, because clearly Jelena's a little busy. She had to pass the phone. Tell us where you are. Yeah, what's she's the
3: doing her medicals there? and stuff like that. Um, yeah, she's just uh, focused and ready for ready for the fight. She's focused. Uh, she's ready. Uh, this is something that she's been preparing for, you know, for a whole year. She's upset about... Fight, and uh, she put in a lot of hard work, made a lot of changes, and um, yeah, she's excited about. I'm excited about uh, you know this Saturday uh, coming up for her to uh, regain her championship and to show that uh, you know 40 years old is like the new 20s.
1: So tell me a little bit about you and Jelena connecting and Obviously we know, you know, Milan was such a huge part of her life. Uh, Tell us how uh, you got to take over the role of trainer and obviously, uh, you know, stepping into, into a role where, like she said, Milan was like a second dad for her.
3: Well, actually for me, um, me and Jelena, we met uh, in New York. I mean, in Las Vegas and, uh, After I'm a trainer for Tyson Fury, so Tyson Fury fought uh, April the 23rd in uh, in England at Wembley Stadium, and I came back from that fight and was going to New York for the Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano fight, and uh, we ended up meeting up there with Nonito Donaire, and Jesse Vargas was fighting on the undercard. at some point we were all in the the fitness room training. I was just I was just coming to watch and talk with Nomito and Jesse and uh, I got just sucked into it. <laughs> uh, pretty much. I was just standing there watching and said, Hey you wanna hold some nips? I was like, sure, I'll help out and uh yeah, I just started helping out, doing you know, doing some pad work or whatever. And then the next day they went training and here I am the next day going to the gym and so forth and so on. Uh, And that's pretty much how it started, you know, just a short summary. uh, And she always says, well, you're stuck with me now. Uh, I guess she was like stalking me or something, (laughs) Uh, wanting some more work and things like that. So that's always good to have when a fighter, you know, wants to learn more because I love teaching. So, um, yeah, it worked out great for both of us, uh, uh, me being able to teach and and Selena being able to learn.
1: Okay, and you're an interesting story because you you used to be a police officer, did you not? Oh yeah, I did that. I've done that in my life, yep. So how (laughs) did you transition from that into the world of boxing?
3: Well, my uncle is Emmanuel Stewart. Um, He's a legendary Hall of Fame uh, manager and trainer, and also uh, did a lot of color commentating on HBO uh, over the years. And uh, that's actually how I got into boxing, period. I've been around boxing my whole life, back with Thomas Burns, Nelson McCory, uh, Dwayne Thomas, Jimmy Ford, Michael Moore. All these were just, uh, you know, crunk original, crunk original team. Uh, the same historic crunk boxing team, uh, known worldwide. And uh, I, that's, that's part of my family. That's why I've been around my whole life. It was if I can remember, maybe being three years old, I've just been around those guys going out of town the tournaments when those guys were amateurs before they turned pro and had big success, the amateur team would have a lot of success going out of town. So I picked up everything, not everything, but a lot of things just from being around those guys and how they were so family-oriented. Uh, the, the boxing team is like a family. It's a bond, and we all going to help each other out no matter what. And uh, this is something that I do now, and I've done with my amateur team, which I had great success with, and now you know, moving on to the professionals, uh, the same as my uncle did. I'm just following the, the footsteps of my uncle, Emanuel Stewart.
1: That, I, I love that story. I mean, that, that is such a great story. So, like, what's what's the most rewarding thing for you about being a trainer, whether you're working with Jelena or Tyson or whoever?
3: Oh, so you know what? The most rewarding is teaching, actually.
1: It's just teaching and then watching the person you're teaching
3: learn something. And get to use it, and just seeing the excitement on their face, and how happy they are that they learn something new, and uh, and they get to use it, just like a little kid. We're teaching them how to ride a bike or something, and they get to ride that bike. You know, they they wanted they wanted to show you, like, oh look look look, look I can I can do it with one hand now. You know, so just that person learning and, and being able to, uh, you know, to be happy with something that they learned, they accomplished. So I, I, I didn't answer your question. I'm sorry, I didn't answer one of your questions about the police officer thing. So I became a police officer, uh yeah, to get myself from being in trouble. that that, that was my real reason for becoming a police officer. Just join the good guys. You know, so uh yeah, that was uh it wasn't something that I wanted to do as a kid, wanting to be a police officer. It was an opportunity uh, for a job and to have insurance and to get away from other things that I was doing, so I took that opportunity and uh, yeah, I retired from the Detroit Police Department in 2012. And, for 12. and uh, yeah, ever since then I've just, uh, ever since then I've just been doing uh, the boxing now.
2: Who
1: started calling you
3: Sugar? Oh, well, my grandmother. That was the name my grandmother gave me. Okay, we'll so it goes ball. back a
1: long way. It's not—it's not connected <laughs> to boxing then. <laughs> no, not at all. Just, just ever since I remember. Okay. Well, Sugar Hill, thanks for checking in. Uh, this was a, a nice, unexpected chat. I hope we get to meet in person sometime, or or do an interview where there's not so much going on. Uh, I should—I I, look i don't know if jelena can come back on but i understand if she can't we got some comments from her got to meet you you guys are boxing uh saturday i I was joking around i screwed up the time with jelena because i thought she was in mexico city it's not in mexico city what what community are you in and can you tell us about uh this what the 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 city you're in is like
3: uh the city is called it's in sonora mexico the city is is, uh, massilioilio uh, Mexico and uh it's a it's a small town but small enough to call it a town but it's a small city and uh, the, from what I'm looking at I'm watching uh, I'm watching the city grow I'm looking at all the new the new buildings new architecture uh, we flew into the airport the airport was nice it's a small airport but very nice uh, very nice small airport uh, and I could just see, like, the city is growing. Like, there's uh, a lot of good things around here, a uh, good community from what I'm seeing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's great to see something like this because I'm from Detroit, and I'm watching Detroit be reborn again. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure this is the same for the city
1: here in Mexico. Okay, right on. All right, Th- say thanks to Jelena. And thank you, Sugar Hill, for coming on. All the best on Saturday. Uh, tell Delina we'll connect next week. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay. Thank you. It was great talking to you. I was happy to uh, to come on and uh, hopefully to meet you one day soon up in Edmonton. Right here, it's such a beautiful place. I've only been there one time. Uh, I came in for the Garth Brooks concert. What do you say about that?
1: <laughs> oh, nice. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. We'll 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 yeah. bring you up here. We'll show you the sights. That's awesome. Thank you. All right, take
3: it easy.
1: Okay, well that was fun. Who knows where we're gonna go next on the show? So, uh, because of me being a goofball, we got Jelena in the middle of her medical for the uh, fight coming up on uh, on Saturday, as I uh, now know, not Mexico City, Hermosillo, Mexico, which is an hour. Uh, behind us. So that's why Jelena and I were, were, when we were texting, we were getting mixed up with what time it actually was. So she passes the phone off there to Sugar Hill Stewart, her trainer, who told you a bit about going from being a cop in Detroit to becoming a trainer. And he's the nephew of famous trainer Emmanuel Stewart. Now he's with Jelena, and uh, they're ready to go on Saturday night against Erica Cruz, who beat. Jelena, back in uh, April of 2021. So that's something to watch for on Saturday, how that goes. And of course, we'll talk about it on Insight Sports next week. Okay, that was fun. It's 719. I'm happy to hear from you. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. Follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S, and the email inside sports at 630 chad.com we're still going to be talking about dodgeball the world championships are in edmonton and peter kazushka is going to be on the show he's an offensive lineman for the u of a golden bears he's six foot seven and three hundred pounds that's all still to come inside sports
0: with reed wilkins is brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers
1: Well, that was fun. Jelena Mergenovich, and somewhat unexpectedly, well, not somewhat, it was unexpectedly. Mid interview, she's got to pass off the phone to her trainer, Sugar Hill Stewart, who's got a great story of his own. All the best to Jelena on Saturday night. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Kellen, what do we have? We have a text in from Amir who uh,
0: enjoyed the interview, uh, the, the last half hour here with uh, Jelena and with Sugar Hill. Says, "Man, I got a chance to hear from Sugar Hill Stewart on Six Forty Jed. I'm a huge Tyson Fury fan, so it was pretty cool to hear from his trainer." Okay,
1: awesome. Well, thank you. I wish I could say that was exactly how I planned it, Amir. <laughs> it's, so sometimes you got to be lucky to be good. So I guess that that's our uh, category for that one. Kellen.
0: Absolutely. You know, something it's, it's you just got to roll with the punches as they say. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a, necessarily a boxing term or if it's just yeah. common Or whatever, but there we go. So, uh, we were also talking about uh, best sports movies and stuff last hour. Uh, We got a bunch of texts on that. We got a uh, unknown text that came in that said best best sports movie North Dallas 40 uh, with Mac Davis and Nick Nolte. Great movie that doesn't get enough credit. Never, I have
1: not seen that, but I have read the book. I'll have to try and watch the movie. Thank you for that.
0: Anthony in Edmonton also adding his pick for greatest sports movie, the greatest sports movie ever, Major
1: League. Uh, Very funny movie. Here's the problem for me, though. It's been so long since I've seen some of these movies. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember scenes or, I mean, I guess I remember a little bit from Major League, but I just remember liking it when I saw it. I found a – so I Googled it just for fun. And th- this this isn't even this isn't even well-developed enough to be an off-topic topic. Uh, steaming uh, – so it's not steaming. <laughs> <laughs> <Toot-toot>. St- <laughs> streamingrant.com. Uh, it's not a steaming pile of anything. It is ah, okay, streamingrant.com. Uh, and this they put out this list today. And I, I didn't know this until after I started talking about it. They did their own list, best sports movies of all time. Here are the top ten. I'll just go through them from 10 down till one. It's a pretty impressive list. Unfortunately, I have not seen every movie on this. I have not seen number 10. The way back came out a couple of years ago with, uh, Affleck.
0: Okay. I haven't seen that. Number
1: number nine is slap shot. Yes. Number eight is chariots of fire again okay very good movie been ages mm-hmm. since i've seen it came out in 1981 i still i was on the verge of watching this movie a couple times and then i didn't fox catcher came out in 2014 i've still not seen fox catcher I haven't that's seen the it one with steve carell about the 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 wrestlers and the murder and all that stuff the, the oh the, the okay huh. uh number six is very good *Moneyball*. Mm-hmm. number five kellen is the wrestler yes Great movie. It is a good
0: movie. Uh, won an Academy Award or two, I believe. Uh, one of Mickey Rourke's best roles ever, in my opinion.
1: Uh, number four is Bull Durham. Now, again, this is just a list mm. from a website, so I'm not saying this, but number three is Rocky. Excellent movie. Number two is Raging Bull. And number one, I gotta say, this is a great selection, is Hoop Dreams. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So this, is, uh, this website, streamingrant.com, did the top 50. Pride of the Yankees from 1942 is 11. Any Given Sunday is number 12. Remember, we played Pacino's Speech a few uh, weeks ago when it was his birthday. Mm-hmm. A League of Their Own is 13th. That's a great movie. There's no crying in baseball. When We Were Kings, the uh, Ali Foreman documentary. The Blind Side doc. is 15th. I'm not sure about that. Uh, the na- By the way, The Natural is number 16th. I will say this to people. If you want to read a book that's like the movie but then not like the movie at all read the natural it is uh it is not nearly as uplifting as the film is really carter is 17 caddyshack is 18. sandlot is 19. i don't think i ever watched the sandlot million dollar baby is 20. so there's just a feel the dreams they got at 21. i I could go through the whole list but we will talk about the sport of dodgeball because the world championships are right in yeg